Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 137 of the JB Sism Show. It has been two months since I have recorded an episode, and let me say this. It is good to be back, and there is a reason why I have been gone for so long, and I'm going to get into that in today's episode, but I need to say this before we start. Did you know that paper planners will fail you? Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the land of 10,000 lakes, welcome to the J.B. Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best here each and every week at J.B. Sism. Well, my friends, it has been two months since I have recorded an episode, and I'll get into that in just a moment, but did you know that one of the greatest blunders and wonders of our time is digital media? We use our smart devices for everything, but is that something we should be proud of, or should we move back to a simpler time and maybe a simpler way? Well, in in today's episode, we're talking about paper planners and why they are making a huge comeback and why I've started using them again. So this is going to be a fun episode. I'm going to explain what has been going on and why everything has been changing for me. Now, the reason I I say things have been changing for me is because I have been feeling very, very overwhelmed. And I'm not saying it's an overwhelmed in a bad way, but I have been very overwhelmed as of late. And, and I think the reason is, is because life tends to get in the way and, and, and life tends to hold you accountable. (laughs) I, I have this tendency and I'm being really transparent today. I, I have this tendency to ignore the issues that are sitting on my ever-growing to-do list. Now, for this reason, my blog has been neglected. And and if you've been somebody who's stuck around and keep coming back and wondering where did Jason go for the last couple of months, well, my blog has been neglected because I have ignored my growing to-do list. I've ignored my goals. I've allowed life to get in the way. And and my podcast and this blog have only had just a handful of posts, handful of episodes in 2018. Now, it's not that I haven't wanted to record or, or write for this blog, but I, I've let life take control of me instead of me taking control of my life. I, I don't know if you've ever been there where you get so overwhelmed with everything that's on your to-do list that you just kind of stop. And I mean, and, and you just stop everything. And and I think this is why I've I've really started taking a look into solutions in trying to help me stay organized, help me stay goal oriented and and help me stay forward focused. And so that's what that's what I've done. I, I recently purchased a brand new day planner. Uh, this planner is not a typical one that, that comes predetermined with a calendar and daily pages. Now, 
it does have a calendar and it does have some uh, day. It does have daily pages. Actually, it has a lot of daily pages, um, a full quarter's worth, in fact. Um, but this planner helps you stay organized with your goals, helps you plan them out. Uh, helps you break it into quarters and then you break it down into uh, months and then break it down into week and then by day, which is really great. And so so I ended up purchasing this purchasing this planner. Um, uh, the planner I ended up going with, the planner I end up getting is one called This Is My Era. You can learn more about this at thisismyera.com. Um, I also have a link at jbcism.com forward slash 137, jbcism.com forward slash 137. Now, I looked at a lot of different planners, and, and as writers, I think using a planner to help you help you write, help you accomplish your goals is, is something that, that really will go a long way in, in your favor. And so I started looking at all kinds of planners. And the one that, that really intrigued me the most was Michael Hyatt's full focus planner. And I think you can get that at fullfocusplanner.com. Um, but, but when the rubber hit the road, I, I didn't want to part with a whole lot of cash on a system that I may or may not like. And so, um, I wanted to find something that that would work. Now, the beginning of this year, I made this comment at the beginning that I started switching to a a paper planner because I wanted to be more focused. I wanted to be somebody who could actually focus his goals better than than I was before. Well, the problem was is I went paper and then I neglected the paper and and I think because I had to go to all kinds of different sources to get all the info that I needed to fill out the planner and and I got overwhelmed. You know, now now that's not to say it's a good excuse. It's not a good excuse, but that's just how life gets. And and, and maybe you're you're this person where you have these good aspirations or you have this idea that you want to accomplish. But when the rubber hits the road, you falter. And that's exactly what was happening to me. I would try and I would fail. And and this is coming from somebody who talks about goal planning. This is t- coming from somebody who talks about let's make sure we know what we're doing. And so I got this planner and I know I needed to Take a good, close, hard look at my life. Take a good, hard look at what this planner could do for me. And when when I heard about this planner from my father, I took a look at it and I liked what I saw. But here's the question. What does using a paper planner cost you? And here's my answer. And this is what I've come come to realize over the last uh, couple of weeks. It costs you nothing but a few dollars and your time. And that's it. A few dollars just to buy the planner and get it. And then your time to actually work through it, work through the pages, work through the goal um, pages, work through the 
the affirmation pages, work through the goal worksheets in, in helping you label specific action steps to achieving your goals and a target date to see those goals accomplished. And that's it. And this planner is amazing. Each individual day has an affirmation quote from somebody different. Today's happens to be from Muhammad Ali. It says, don't count the days, make the days count. And that's really what planning is all about. That's what using, uh, whether it's a digital planner, whether it's a physical uh, paper planner, it's making your days count. Now, I opened, I opened this podcast with a statement um, that paper planners will fail you. Paper planners will fail you. Now, that seems completely illogical, and people use them all the time, but paper planners will fail you if you don't use them to further your goals, if you don't use them to stay motivated to do something to take your goals and your massive to-do list back into your hands and make something happen. That's what using a paper planner is going to do for you. So, so when I started using this, I started writing out my goals. I wrote out about nine goals for the rest of the year. Now, most of these goals I had already had planned. I kind of retailer them for the, um, for the rest of this uh, year for the next six months, because I just had too many, um, items. So I wanted to tailor it down because it would just make it easier for me. And so I wrote down my goals and then I have a goal worksheet within this planner. So I write down my goal. I write down what area of my life it is. I write down the date that I set the goal and then the target date in which I want to see the goal achieved. And then the best thing is, is it helps you break down your goal into specific action steps so these are the goals that I need to, these are the steps I need to take in order to achieve my goal and I can set the priority. And then I have a little spot where I can write down why this goal is important to me. And, and I like that. Now I added an extra little section that they don't have on here, which I wish they did, is what is the reward that I'm going to do once I accomplish this goal? You know, what is my reward going to be? But I can take each of these nine goals and I can write each goal out. Now, it, it is recommended for goal planning that for the year you don't focus on more than nine to ten goals at the most. Any more than that, it's, it's it gets a little overwhelming. And then for each quarter, it's recommended that you only focus on a couple of the goals. You know, you want to make sure that each quarter you focus on a couple of them, no more than at least three, uh, two to three goals per quarter. Now, it doesn't mean you have to work on, you know, accomplishing them, but at least you're working on them to move the needle forward to seeing them accomplished. And then, you know, and so each month, you know, focus on what you want to focus on each day, focus on what you want to accomplish. But the goal is, is to break all of your main goals down into bite-sized steps. 
So you go from the year and then you plan out your monthly, um, your quarter into months and you plan out your goals. These are what I need to accomplish by certain dates on, on my calendar. And then you plan out your week. Um, and so everything is about taking this big goal. So let's say you want to lose 25 pounds by the end, you know, by the end of the quarter. So in 90 days, you want to lose 25 pounds. What do you have to do? Well, you have to figure out how much you want to lose each month. And then you got to break it down how much you want to lose each week. And then you can break it down how much you want to lose each day. Now, you break down each step into bite-sized chunks so that your goals don't feel overwhelming, so that your goals don't feel like you are in in this tunnel, that, that it's never going to happen because it's too grandiose, too massive. So here's here's what I want to do because this planner has, has really helped me in, in the last week since I started using this. And I'll give you an update next week as well, but... It's really helped me start realizing what I need to accomplish each each week. So here's the deal. I'm going to go through five things, five things that this planner is doing for me and what this planner, you know, if you choose to do a planner like this, what it can do for you. So number one, paper planners allow you to focus your attention on the here and now paper planners allow you to focus your attention on the here and now my problem <laughs> and again i'm being transparent my problem with life is it gets in the way it gets in the way of doing life the problem with life is it gets in the way of doing life you know i i tend to have an ever-growing to-do list that really never seems to be quenched and i needed a system that would help me accomplish more. I needed something to help me focus my attention on right now. You know, and up until this past week, I've, I've been using a digital calendar and it's not been working. You know, I, and maybe, maybe you're like this. You go to use your calendar, you open up your phone, you go to your calendar and you get distracted by the Facebook notifications or, or YouTube. And, and really, all in all, it's not a very good solution if you're trying to get more done in less time. And I wanted to be this person that I would be able to have a good solution so that I could accomplish my goals, so that I could accomplish what it was I wanted to do within my specific day or within my week. And, and, and I started this year really well. I started this year with a paper planner. It was a cheap daily calendar, uh, that I had my secretary at the church get me, but I stopped using it in February because I stopped pulling it out of my briefcase because it was just like any other planner. I had my month and then I had my day and that was it. And, and the day, it didn't really give me a spot for to-dos. It really just had a, a drop-down my schedule, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., and, and that was all the calendar had. And the funny thing is, I thought it was something I was going to really, really enjoy using. 
And it, it was actually a really, really good calendar. It was made by At a Glance. It has each um, uh, each day on its, I mean, each month on its own tab, which was great. And then I kind of created my own system on what days I was going to block out and what I was going to do um, on me days or whatever. And, and it just, it just didn't, it just didn't work. It worked for about a, about a month and, and then I kind of stopped using it in February. And it's not for a lack of trying on my part, (laughs) but, but what happened was my weekly task got shoved to the side and things began to fall through the cracks. So when, when, when I started looking over the course of the last month as a way to how do I change what I'm doing? Because what I'm doing isn't working. What I'm doing is, is not helping me be productive. What I'm doing is not helping me get the ball moving on projects I need to have done. It's not letting me get the ball moving on, on recording uh, my podcast or writing this blog or sending emails or getting even stuff done that I needed to get done at the church and, and, and things were falling through the cracks. And so I realized I needed to start utilizing a goal oriented planner, not just a daily calendar. And, and I have found in the past week that I've been using this and I've only been using this for, for seven days in the past week, I could tell you this, I have been able to be more focused And in fact, I have been impressed at how much I've actually accomplished this week and how focused I have been this week. And and, and the best part is I'm actually recording this episode because I, I had scheduled it. I had written out the goal. It was in today's top priority. And I knew that this was one of the top priorities. If I didn't get anything else done today on my to-do list, this recording and the writing of this podcast was at the top of my priority list. I had to make sure that this is where I was going. This is what I was doing. And so paper planners, this paper goal-oriented planner allows me to focus my attention on the here and now and actually get things done. Secondly, is when it comes to a goal-oriented planner, goal planning no longer has to be hard. It now is worth it. You know, it just needs to be worth it. And so I was saying that at the beginning of the This Is My Era Planner, it has me write down my master goal list. This is my master goal list that I want to accomplish in the current year. And then you go to the goal worksheet and you break down each goal into bite-sized chunks. You know, what action action step are you going to take? And Tony Robbins, um, if, if you've ever listened to Tony Robbins, I love Tony Robbins. He says this, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into visible. If you think about it, most people would say, the goal planning is difficult. And for a lot of people, I would say they're, they're actually right. You know, and, and it's not because of how hard it really is, 
because most people don't have the drive to put together goals to accomplish within a year's time. Now, for the last several years, I've been really big about goal planning. And in fact, I talk about it a lot on this podcast. And so every year I sit down, I write out and I plan out my annual goals. Sometimes I accomplish them, but a lot of time they end up getting stuck in a digital bookshelf some somewhere like Evernote or Google Calendar, and they are hardly ever visited again. And that was kind of what I was running into. I would I would do this, I would start great, and then I would fizzle out halfway through the year. And and I think one of the things about using paper, and this is why I made the you know the the goal this year to start using a paper planner. It fizzled in February. And I'm picking it up in July. <laughs> Um, is paper is always with you. You can always carry it around. Now, I've been a fan of Moleskine and their notebooks. In fact, I have quite a few of them. I think they're clean looking. They're sleek. They look great and they look good on the desk or at a meeting. But using them for goal planning, I think, works really well. And, And you can take it wherever you go. Now, goal planning doesn't have to be hard. It just needs to be worth it. So whether you're planning out your annual goals, whether you're planning out your monthly goals, here's what I encourage you to do. I encourage you to take the time to write down each and every action step you need to do to accomplish the goal. Think through each step. Start making it a priority. And so what, what I did is at the beginning of this planner, and this planner is only $19 on Amazon, so it's $19 a quarter, so you'll have to buy a new planner every uh, three months, which is fine, and you write down your goals, write down your master goals, so like I wrote down, I wanted to lose, lose 10 pounds by October 1st, um... I wanted to hire an illustrator for the kids' book that I wrote. Uh, I wanted to write the first draft of Purgatory's Creek, uh, which uh, the book number two. I wanted to write that this uh, this quarter, or at least the outline of it. I wanted to get done. Um, you know, and so these are some of the goals that I wrote down, and and so what I need to do is break down the goals into bite-sized chunks. So, so let's say lose 10 pounds by October 1st. Well, what do I need to do? One, stop eating junk food. Two, start doing some exercising. Three, eat less sugar. Four, start going for walks. Five, do a weekly weigh-in. Six, and lose about 1.5 pounds a week. And then I wrote down why the goal was actually important to me. Why Why do I want to accomplish this goal? And I wrote, I need to become more healthy. I need to lose weight, which means to give up and take my health to the next level. And so so you do that with each goal that you have. And then the best part is, then you can take your goals and you can go to a monthly calendar and you can start writing out where you want different things within your goals to start falling, different action steps to start falling within your monthly review. 
And then here's the best part. This is where this planner really starts taking, uh, taking off. You do a weekly review. So these, so you write out each week, these are the five things I have to get done this week. If I don't get anything else done this week, these are the five things I need to get done. Uh, you know, one, you know, here's the five I wrote. I said, one, learn my new planner. Two, write out this week's podcast and record it. Three, plan out this month's blog post schedule, which I may not get to that uh, this week. Uh, four, edit uh, part two of my book. Uh, five, plan the worship service and music. So I've actually done most of this on my weekly priorities and goals. And then I just kind of wrote out each action step that I needed to do to accomplish my week's priorities. And so I can write out a to-do list for each week's goals. So I take my yearly goals and then I break it down into a weekly goal. And then I break my weekly goal down into individual action steps that I need to take each and every day. Now, here's the best part of where the planner really starts. This is where the rubber hits the road. This is what this planner is designed to do, is your daily pages. I take every morning and I write down, these are the three things I must accomplish today. These are the three things, the three priorities. And then I have a space to write down my to-do list. And this is what you do. You go through and you say, okay, yep, I did this. Yep, I did this. Yep, I did this. And and by the end of the day, you can go back. And when you do your reflection at the end of the day, you can say, okay, I accomplished this. And what I didn't do, I can move forward to the next day. Um, but if I don't get anything done, my top three priorities is what I must accomplish. And so... The thing is, with goal planning, it doesn't have to be hard. It just needs to be worth it. You take your annual goals, you break them down into action steps that you need to do to accomplish them every week. And boy, I'm telling you, I have loved being able to do that. And and this planner, I keep this with me everywhere I go. I even brought it into bed the other night, and I was busy writing out my goals and my action steps um, for one of the days and I knew I needed to get stuff done and, and, and I've loved it. So this brings us to the third thing is, yes, it is okay to use a paper planner and a digital calendar. And in fact, I use both. Even though I said I get lost in my digital calendar and I mentioned that I was all digital and then things got stuffed to the back and this never-ending to-do list got shoved into the calendar and then forgotten about. One thing I've enjoyed with using this new planner, I could take my list on my digital calendar and I can use them together to work in harmony. And so I, I use a digital hybrid system that helps me achieve my goals. Now, I write down my big goals. I wrote them all down on paper. And then I set the dates on my calendar when they should be accomplished. Or if I have a meeting planned, uh, I'll put that into my Google Calendar. And then during the day, when I do my daily review, 
I will put it into the next day's uh, events. You know, I have a, a schedule that goes from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. And so I can kind of plan out my day and block out different times that I'm not available. And then I can also put that into my daily calendar as well so that um, if somebody needs to see my calendar or if my wife needs to see it or whatever, uh, she can know, okay, well, he's busy from this time to this time. I can't bother him, blah, blah, blah. You know, so so it helps to have a, a, a hybrid, the best of both worlds, so to speak. Um, excuse me, I just hit the microphone. Um, you know, so paper is less distracting. So as I'm going through my day, I can, I can actually view the paper because it's right there. Facebook isn't on paper and I can access that anytime without looking at my digital calendar. And this way I can actually stay more focused. And so that's, that's what I love about uh, using a hybrid approach. I can keep all of my rolling to do list on uh, digital, and then I can go through it and say, okay, this week, these are the things I need to do, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, number four, paper planners give you the freedom to see your big wins, to help you learn your lessons and keep you focused on what's ahead. Let me say that again, because that was actually a lot. Paper planners give you the freedom to see your big wins, help you learn your lessons and keep you focused on what's ahead and and that's why I love using this planner this is my era again it's like $19 on Amazon it's great is is it really helps me think through each goal each win and every lesson that I learn every day uh, so so I begin each day and I reflect on what I'm thankful for and then I write down a quick affirmation whether it's something I'm thinking about or whether it's a Bible verse or whether it's a quote I write down an affirmation. This planner is like its own personal affirmation coach. And, and, and the more, think about this, the more you look at how you're doing every week and how you're doing each week, the more excited you'll be to see your wins and to see your failures. And, and that seems like an oxymoron, but it's really not. It's good to see and look back over the course of your day and you say, okay, what did I win on and what did I fail on? And when we can say, you know, here's where I won, here's where I failed, it helps you every week to then move forward. You know, so every week I sit down and I look through my day, I affirm my wins, I note the lessons I've learned. And this helps me look forward into the new week, the week that's coming with gusto and begin fresh with new eyes to see my goals fulfilled. You know, sure, you can do a digital planner for all of these same things. But honestly, I, th I think there is something incredibly powerful to taking your pen and applying it to paper. Getting your pen and, and writing them out. You know, seeing your handwriting, I think, does something to the brain I think it fires the imagination, allows you to truly see where your life is headed. And then at the end of the quarter, you begin a brand new planner and you move ahead at accomplishing your stated goals for the year. That's what this planner is going to do. Now, I started about midway through uh, the month of July, so I'm going to have a few pages left over in this planner. 
but that's okay. It gives me more than enough space to write out my goals if if I have goals um, that need to be accomplished. And, you know, the deal is I need to press on. I can't feel sorry for myself. I don't have time to complain. I have to move forward. I got to um, accomplish what I've set myself to accomplish. So if you are interested in using a planner like this, um, I encourage you to try it out. Um, I will post a video on what this planner looks like. It's a YouTube video. I'll post it in the show notes. You can go to jbcism.com forward slash 137, jbcism.com forward slash 137, and you can actually take a look at what this planner can do for you. Um, it, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous planner. It's kind of has that leather bound. It's got a nice strap. It's got a couple of ribbons, colored ribbons to help you denote, um, you know, where you are in the planner. And it's fantastic. I, I, I love this thing. It's gorgeous. It lays flat, which I like so that I can actually begin writing out my goals. So the, the pages lay flat for me. I love it. So number five, uh, I want to give you my recommendation on planners that you can use to achieve your biggest goals. One, you can use a bullet journal. Uh, there's a couple good bullet journals out there. I've never been a fan of bullet journaling, but you know you could always give that a try. Uh, just go to Amazon or Google and just uh, type in a bullet planner, and that'll help you kind of see what those are about. I'm not gonna give a link to those, but I do have links to two planners that I highly recommend. Number one is Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. Now, this is the one I was going to go with, but then I decided to try this other one first. Uh, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. Uh, the link I have goes to Amazon. Uh, the planner is about $50 uh, for the quarter. It's $50 a quarter, so $200 a year um, if you wanted to use his planner. Now, it is more expensive on Amazon. You can go to his website and get it cheaper. You can get an annual subscription, which gives you a pretty decent uh, discount. Kind of takes it down to about $35 a planner after shipping. So there is that in there as well. Um, uh, you can use the link, jbcism.com forward slash 137. I have the link down at point number five. Is Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. It is very similar. It has a lot of features that this planner that I'm using does not, um, but it is very similar. Uh, you just get the Michael Hyatt name with that. Uh, it's a very, very good planner. My dad actually has that planner, and, and he really, really likes it. So uh, there's that. If you do click on the link and you do buy it, I will, uh, in all transparency, I will make a commission off of that. Um, and then there is the This Is My Era planner. This is the planner that I am using. I love this planner. You know, who knows? I, I may um, end up doing half a year of this planner just to see what it's like. I may try Michael Hyatt's for half a year and then kind of weigh, weigh the options of which I like better. We'll see. But this is the one I'm currently using. I really highly recommend it. Watch the video on the page. Uh, jbsystem.com forward slash 137. You can click on uh, the link in point number five, this is my era, and that will take you to the Amazon page to buy it. It's $19, so you can't really complain. $19 for the quarter. 
And uh, you can go to thisismyera.com. You can purchase a um, a year subscription and you can actually get it maybe just, a, I think, a little bit cheaper as well. Uh, so, you know, whether you're going to use a digital planner or a paper planner, uh, make sure that you're consistent. And, and I say this because I've not been consistent with my own planning. And, and it's not for a lack of trying. I have tried to be consistent and it just haven't been. So whether you're using a paper planner or a digital planner, be consistent. You know, it, it's been a tough year for me and maybe it's been a tough year for you. And that's why I wanted to record this episode. You know, I have tried, but now I feel like I'm on the straight and I'm on the narrow. And if I see more books written, if I want to see more books written, that's what I'm trying to say. And if I want to be a better person, planning my life has to take center stage each and every day. How? By journaling and planning each day in my new paper planner. So here's my question. What do you say? Do you want to try it? Do you want to join me in this? Go to jbcism.com forward slash 137. jbcism.com forward slash 137 and give this a try. All right, my friends, tell somebody about the show. Thank you so much for spending the last nearly 40 minutes with me. God bless. I will see you right here next week. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.